You're listening to the Life Center Church Podcast. Many think of heaven. Have you ever thought of heaven? What it will be like, what will be there, what God has put in your special house or mansion. I mean, uh, you know, mine is on the lakefront, and, and, and the lake's full of fish. Hallelujah. Many people have written songs. Some of you older folks might remember an old kind of country uh, song that goes, Some call it heaven, but I call it home. If you haven't seen that one, go to YouTube and type that in, and you'll find a nice little rendition of that. There was an elderly preacher, and he was conducting a funeral one day, and, and, and he was quite old, and he had done many, many funerals, and, and he stopped for a brief moment in that fun- delivering that funeral message, and he, he looked up towards the ceiling of the church, and he said, I now have more family and friends in heaven than I do here on earth. Heaven is looking more like home all the time. I think there are many here today that might think along those lines. Heaven's singing more like home than ever before. It's interesting how Christians deal with the topic of heaven. We talk about it, we preach about it, we, we sing about it, it, because it's the greatest place that a person could ever be or uh, look forward to. Amen? I said it's the greatest place, the greatest situation we could ever be in, right? Yeah. I mean, think about it. Heaven. Heaven. Think about it. We talk about it. Uh, it, uh, it yet when, when a loved one dies, we often act like it's a terrible thing. Yes, we'll miss them, but they're in heaven. Hallelujah. Isn't that what we live for? Isn't that what we put our trust in Jesus for? That one day we will be with him and all our loved ones who are in Christ Jesus be with him forever? Hallelujah. Forever. I'm not talking about a natural grief, though, when I talk about losing a loved one. Because we will all grieve. But what we have loved ones, and what I'm talking about, that we will see them again no matter how tragic their death was. If they put their faith in Jesus Christ, we will see them again. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, there's good grief and there's bad grief. And I'm not talking about Charlie Brown either. We who know the Lord miss our other, uh, miss Christians that go on before us. But, but, but we know they're in a far, far better place than we are here, right? I mean, have you picked up the newspaper lately? Have you watched the news? None of that exists in heaven. Aren't you glad? I mean, uh, 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 we were just talking about that before service, how, how horrible the political scene is. Nobody seems to get along anymore. And, and aren't you glad that won't exist in heaven? There won't be any bickering, any arguing, any name-calling. Praise God. It is only when a person that is not saved dies that we should see have a tragic ending, so to speak. But when Christians pass from this life, we we got a better place. We're going to a better place. What we have as Christians is a whole lot better than the lost people would have. Think about it. Because you know if there's a heaven, there is a hell. And God didn't prepare hell for everybody. And yet more people are going to go there than they they realize because 
not put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ. So when it comes to heaven, I have never been there, so I can't talk about it like first-hand experience. If you want to talk about Yosemite or Lake Tahoe or, or Cancun or, 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 or Rancho Cucamonga, I can talk to you about it. Because I've lived there or I've been there, right? But I've never been there. And I've never talked to anybody who, who actually went there and came back. I mean, some of us have had experiences where we saw lights and, 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 and the Lord put us back into our bodies. And I was one of those. I, I've told you that story before. I, I, I saw something happening and, 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 and the Lord said, no, I'm not ready to send you back into your body. And there I was. That's another sermon altogether. But I have a Bible. You have a Bible. And the Bible tells us much about heaven. We want to share about that this morning. So what kind of a place is heaven according to the Word of God? Number one, it's a real place. It's a real place. There are, there are three different heavens discussed in the Bible. Did you know that? There's not just one, there's three. Number one, there's the atmosphere just above the earth. The air, the clouds, the birds in the air. You know, when we look up and we see that, that's, that, that's one one heaven. This is considered the first heaven, and we see the first heaven uh, from Earth every single day. Whether it's cloudy, as it was this morning, or and just this afternoon, it could be sunny, and we'll see that, right? Then there's the stellar heaven, uh, containing the stars and the planets. And if you have a telescope, especially in Southern California, with all the lights we have, the light pollution we have, you need something powerful to get past that to see the stars. But do you ever go out to like like Joshua Tree or out in the a desert or out in somewhere where there's no lights, artificial lights, and you look up in the sky and it's like you almost touch them, right? That's stellar heaven. But then the Bible talks about the third heaven, the place where the saints of God are waiting. Heaven is, that's the heaven where God's throne is located. Hallelujah. It is a place where all the saints are waiting for the, the resurrection of their bodies. No one has ever seen the third heaven. You remember a few weeks ago I was talking about, uh, because it was the anniversary, what, 50 years of us going to the moon and, and all of that. And, and uh, one of the cosmonauts, you know, the Russians were uh, rushing to get there first. And they got a, an astronaut up into the sky and did an orbit around the, the Earth and, and came back and said, I looked all over the, the all over and didn't see, see God. So there must be no God. The problem was he was in stellar heaven. He was not in third heaven. That's the problem. You see, he went to the wrong address. He didn't go to God's address. God dwells in the third heaven, not the second heaven, and no man on earth can say, I have been there, let me tell you all about that place. Now, John had his revelation, and, and Paul had an experience, but to see it all, no one has been able to get there and come back and tell us. So based on the Word of God, I can tell you that heaven exists just like Lakewood, California exists. Anybody live in Lakewood? It's real, isn't it? Oh yeah, you, you pay taxes in it. Yeah, you water the grass in it. You have a house in it. You live there, right? It's real. Some people today want to claim that it's a figment of our imagination 
That's what the world will want to tell you. That's what the people. Do you realize? I read this week that the young people of our generation right now, 91% of them don't believe in ultimate truth. Well, if you're a young person here today, I want you to know a couple things this morning. Number one, there is a heaven. And because there's a heaven, there is a hell. That's a real thing. If you don't remember anything else, remember that. And you don't want to go to hell. You want to go to heaven. Because it's a real place. It's a real place where the saints of God, the people of God, the children of God are going to one day spend all eternity. Hallelujah. Somebody say praise the Lord for that. Amen. Notice what the Lord says in, in, in verse verse uh, 2. He says, uh, There is more than enough room in my Father's home. If this were not so, would I have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you? Jesus said it himself. Would, would I have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you if, if there was no place? There is a place. And Jesus has gone, God went there to prepare that place, and he's had uh, over 2,000 years to prepare that place for you. Hallelujah. We've walked outside, we've gone on clear nights, and we've seen the stars, and this time of year, there's sometimes those those meteor showers, and have you ever stood outside when those things are happening, and it just feels like you can dive in them, you know, because they seem so close, Right? You laugh because I'm not the only one. You've done it too, right? Yeah. Wonderful place, glorious place. We don't have enough adjectives, superlatives that's combined in our vocabulary to describe what heaven's going to be like. Think of a city without a cemetery. Hallelujah. Think of that. Think of that. Think of a city without any pain or sorrow or, or, or without sickness, without any death whatsoever. Think of a city without temptation. Think about it. Think of a city without sickness or sorrow or marriages or, or, or in something. No marriages, no. We won't be known as husband and wife there. There'll be no need to. The lover of our souls will be there. Amen. There will be no mourning. There will be no births. There will be no burials. A city which the glory of having Jesus as King of kings and Lord of lords will be there. So I want you to know something. Heaven is a real place. Secondly, it is a place of beauty. When summertime comes as it has, many of us get excited because, what, we're going to go on vacation. Uh, the way school systems are anymore, you got to put it in real quick and eat even fast because it's closing in on us here. But we've gone to some beautiful places, haven't we? Right? Every year people, believe it or not, come to these shores to see the beautifulness of, of the U.S. Recently, when we flew into Orlando, I, I heard all kinds of, in the airport, all kinds of accents and, and languages, and they weren't the ones I hear on the on the West Coast. They, 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 were, they were Germans, they were uh, English people, there was people from other parts of Europe that were gathering there for their vacation. And, and, and barring the, the, the humidity, it's a nice place to visit, but humidity brought me back home, huh? 
no place like the U.S., right? We have great coastlines. I mean, think about it. Whether you like the East Coast uh, shores or the West Coast shores or, or the Gulf shores, we got it. We got it. We, 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 we've, got, we've got, what else do we have? We have beautiful forests. You ever been in the forests? Oh, we got some beautiful ones here in California. But there's other places throughout the U.S. where they're just beautiful forests. We've got canyons, and we've got awesome deserts, and we've got the plains. We've got uh, incredible wilderness, and, and we've got great cities. It's a beautiful country we live in, isn't it? Some places, uh, some uh, it, uh, some uh, explorers, when they walked into like Yosemite Valley, some would even say it was almost a godlike thing when they walked in the very first time. Can you imagine being born blind? Never seeing, never understanding what was there, except maybe you had a parent who would try their very best to describe to you what there was, the colors of things, how, how the birds looked, how the sky looked. And then one day, somehow, in, in all the science that came about, they, they, they were able to do a, a surgery, and, and all of a sudden you could see. Can you imagine? It's kind of like the person that, that, that was deaf, and then they put some implants, and then heard for the first time. Can you imagine seeing for the first time? It brings tears to your eyes. Because what we took as, as just mundane and normal, it's the very first time. I kind of think that's what it's going to be like when we walk on the heaven shore. It'll be mind-boggling. It'll be, that's, that's why I think not, no man, no woman has ever seen it all because I told you this before. God's glory, if he poured all his glory into you, it'd be like a potato in a microwave left too long. <laughs> You know, but then we will have a glorified body. Then we will be ready for all his glory. Amen. And we'll see it as he's prepared it for us. Praise God. Hallelujah. You, you know, you say, Pastor, what do you mean? What do you mean? Well, there's a scripture. First Corinthians 2 9, Paul's talking to us. The saints there, and he says, he says Paul said, why, why, why didn't you tell us that it would be such a glorious place? I could hear them asking, why didn't you tell us? And he said, I tried. I tried. Listen to what he says in 1 Corinthians 2 9. He says, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, no matter how beautiful that we're, however you've traveled in the world, you've seen some beautiful things, he's got something more beautiful. Have you heard a song that, or, or some melody or poetry or something that just tantalized your ears and, 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 and you haven't heard anything yet? Have, have you experienced something that just, 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 just tantalized your mind? Just, just, uh, Made you excited about the knowledge that you gained and, and something that you you know that, that maybe no one else knows. Know this. 
what a day that will be. So it's a real place. It's a place of beauty. And thirdly, it is a place of possibilities. It's important we, we know that it is possible, it is possible for everyone to go there. It is. It is. Many of us would love to spend our lives going to various places. I love to go on vacation. How about you? Yeah. But it is the fact most likely we won't get to see those places. Some of us are so predictable we go to the same place every year. You know? However, the good news, the good news, it's possible for everyone to go to heaven if they desire to. How can we get there? There's no bus that goes there. There's no airplane. I don't care how uh, if they start sending everybody up in space. You're not going to get there. You're not. There's no elevator or escalator to get there. Oh, this is the one that goes to heaven. <laughs> no. There's no way to get there but God's way. That's it. That's it. There is absolutely no way to get to heaven except through the Lord Jesus Christ. Here's another truth for all of us. Go to the bank on this. Jesus said here in verse 6, I am the way. Period. I am the way. He wasn't making that stuff up. That's what he said. That's what he meant. There's no other way to get to heaven. There's only one way to get to heaven. Take that to the bank. Preach it till you have no more breath. Share it with everybody around you. There's only one way, even though our world says there's many ways. Sometimes we joke. We tell them, Impressions about entering heaven. I heard about a woman who died and stood outside heaven so she, she could look in. She saw a beautiful banquet table set out, all set up, ready for a banquet with all her family members who had died on before her. And they were all sitting around this, this grand table, ready to eat and sit down and enjoy the feast. And they saw her standing at the, the gate of heaven, and they started waving and said, come on in. There happened to be a saint standing sentry duty there and, 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 and said, hello, we've been waiting for you. She said, this is such a wonderful place. How do I get in? The gatekeeper smiled and said, all you have to do is spell one word. One word. What is it? She asked. Spell love. The woman smiled and said, L O V E. And she was welcomed into heaven. Well, about a year later, the same woman, now living in heaven forever and ever, it was her turn to stand sentry duty at the gate. And lo and behold, unbeknownst to her, the, uh, her husband comes to the gate unexpectedly. She said, oh, I'm surprised to see you here. How you been doing? He said, actually, I've been really good since you died. 
Do you remember the pretty nurse that was taking care of you while you were sick in the hospital? Wow, well, we fell in love and married a few months after you died. And then I won the lottery. We sold the old house, moved into a mansion. My new wife and I have been traveling all over the world. And in fact, we were just on a skiing trip. And as it turned out, I got into an avalanche and I died. And that's why I'm here. By the way, how do you get into heaven? Yes. His ex-wife said, all you have to do is spell one word. One word. Good. What is it? What is that one word? She smiled and said, Czechoslovakia. <laughs> Hear me. You can't get to heaven by spelling the word correctly. You can't. You can't get to heaven by doing anything other other than putting Jesus first. Jesus Christ has done everything for you to get to heaven. He's done everything for you. And he's the only way you can get to heaven is through Jesus Christ. Period. Period. The Lord said it clearly. I am the way. Jesus' words. If you have a red letter edition of the Bible, it's in red letters. That indicates Jesus is talking. Anyone who receives the Lord Jesus Christ can go to heaven. Anyone who rejects him as Savior will perish in hell continually. If you don't believe that, you don't believe this Bible. John 14, 6, Jesus said again, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one, no one can come to the Father through me except through me. Acts chapter 4, verse 12 says this, There is salvation in no one else. God has given no other name under heaven by which we must be saved. Do you hear what we're saying here this morning? Hear what the Spirit is saying? There's only one way. Only one way. The secular world wants to quote John 14, 6 uh, this way. I am one of the ways, part of the truth, and one kind of life. No one comes to the Father unless they are religious and, and good and kind and sincere. But that is not what the Bible says. That's not what it says. Jesus didn't say, I am one of the ways. He didn't say, I am the best way. He said, I am the only way. Say that with me. Jesus Christ is the only way. The only way. You don't have to agree with me. But if you're going to go enter heaven, you have to agree with the Word of God. Amen? You have to agree with the Word of God. The only way anyone can get to heaven, to the, their eternal home, is through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Let me close. Have you ever heard of the name Ivan the Terrible? Let me give you a little history about Ivan the Terrible. 
And before I do, some of you might be thinking, I was in the nursery last week, and I think I, 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 I took care of Ivan the Terrible. As far as I know, I don't think we have any babies named Ivan. <laughs> Ivan the Terrible was crowned the first czar of Russia in 1547. The, mean, the, the term czar means Caesar. Caesar. He was cruel. He was ruthless. He gouged out the eyes of the architects who built the, the, the beautiful St. Basil's Cathedral. So they would never be able to create something that beautiful again. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? He had seven wives and abused them all. He even killed his own son because he got angry at him. No wonder he felt terrible, right? There are many other reasons to call him terrible. No, many reasons generations after called him terrible. When he died in 1584, the leaders of the church followed his exact strange instructions. They shaved his head, dressed him up like a monk in a monk's robe. Even though as wicked as he was, he was hoping that God would mistake him for a godly individual in the stupid can you get? I don't care if you dress up like the Pope in your casket. You don't put your faith in Jesus Christ. God's smarter than that. Amen? If you want to have a mansion, hallelujah, you can't be disguising yourself as someone else, hoping that God will mistake you for that person. The only door to heaven is Jesus Christ. The only door. If you want to have a mansion made just for you, friend, you have to do it God's way. You have to do it through Jesus Christ. For those of you who have, praising God every day. It doesn't matter how bad the day has been. It doesn't matter how rotten the kids have been. It doesn't matter how bad the job has been. You know there's a brighter day yet ahead. Amen? Amen. For you who have put your faith in Jesus Christ, you know one thing. Old things have passed away. It doesn't matter what you were before. Hallelujah. That's been put away. And many of us could raise our hand. Did you mess up? Did you just did you did you blow it? Did you do things that truly hurt God? And and, and you would say, Yes, I did, but praise be to God, I'm a new creation in Jesus Christ. Old things have passed away, all things have become new. Hallelujah. But for those who haven't, today is the day you can change things. Today is the day. Starts a new life if you want it. See, we can't force feed you. That's what happens in a lot of families. The kids think, "Oh, I'm just buying my time till I get out of here." But mom and dad's not going to make me go to church anymore. 
Mm-mm. When I get old enough, I'm out of here. I'm leaving the church. I'm leaving their, their faith. You know what? I don't care how much mom and dad put it into you. That won't be enough until you open that heart door and say, Lord Jesus, come in. It's your choice. You know, there, there, there's a, a, a thought that goes in, in our world today. How can a loving God send me to hell? That, that's the argument. How can a loving God send me to hell? I got, a, I got a thought for you, an answer to that. He doesn't send you. You choose. You choose him, and if you don't choose him, then you chose hell. See, the devil's smart. He's, he, he knows if, if, that, if that were clearly the choice out there for everyone to see, you know, all of us would say, well, I'm not so sure about heaven, but, but, but this other stuff, I, I don't know, I'm not even sure there's a hell. I don't, it's not so bad. I mean, when you have people saying, I live like hell and that's where I'm going, they don't know. They have no clue. As glorious as heaven is going to be, that's how horrible hell will be. And you don't want to go there. It was only created for the devil and his demons. It was never created for mankind. And yet many who reject Christ will go there. But, but friends, you don't have to go there. Hallelujah. Would you bow your heads with me? Lord, I thank you for your precious love. I thank you for your goodness and mercy. I thank you, Lord, that there's a congregation in Kenya right now with Pastor Joel that is listening, watching our services. And if there's any there as well as here that have never put their faith in Jesus Christ, today's the day. Today's the day. Say, I, I tried everything. Well, you haven't tried Jesus. You might say, I, I, I once did, but I've walked away. You know, he's, his grace is sufficient. He'll receive you once again and forever. Hallelujah. While there is yet time, while there is yet today, while there is right now, as nobody has promised another hour. search your heart, if there's any question, if there's any doubt, whether Jesus is Lord of your life, then you can make a change today in this church right now. Father God, I pray, speak to hearts right now. Speak to every single person, young and old and in between. May we as a people be ready, ready for your return, ready for that trumpet sound, ready for that word. Come on up, all you saints. Thanks for joining us. For more information on Life Center Church and our ministries, visit lifecenterchurch.com.